Hello and welcome to another thrilling and exciting episode of Weekend Plans, where we talk about the things we do uh, on the weekends and I guess weekdays, but weekday weekend plans was too long. So anyways, um, today we are recapping the finale of The Bachelor. It is over. It is done with. I'm joined by my two favorite watch-along companions. Uh, Jamie, we'll start with you. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Um, I am better now that I have a glass of wine. Yes. Is that? Yeah, I'm drinking again. So here we are. That's right. The wild Jamie has returned. Yes, she has. And were you about to ask me if I was drinking wine out of a beaker? Because yes, I am. That's what I Well, maybe Beaker will start sponsoring our podcast. <gasps> I can only dream. I did tag them in a post on Instagram with me holding this just now, saying that there was rose rose in it and that we were podcasting. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, Christina. Hello. Hello. Thank you for deciding to come back another week. We appreciate it. Yep. Bye. How are you? I am very tired. Oh, but no. good but good <laughs> is it just me or did daylight savings fuck everybody over really hard yeah with like really no really messing me up yeah yeah i'm like me and like everyone in the office is like not okay <laughs> yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna take some time getting used to uh i like the longer days so it'll be nice like you know in may when it's like we're all used yeah. to this and it's like i do oh. like yeah i do like that it's uh now still light outside after i get off work yes nice. oh, True. it is so nice except for today today was like overcast and gray so mm-hmm. whatever yeah i got off work and i was like what the fuck fair. <laughs> 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 all right well without wasting any more time let's finally take this poor bastard out back and finish it off. Yes. Not in a fun way. <laughs> this Bachelor finale, I feel like, was the most uneventful shits of my life. It was. It, this is just weird. This whole season has been so weird. And it's, it's like you said, it's just like it was ready to die. All across that finish line, it was like, fuck, I made it. And then just <laughs> exploded. <laughs> No, it's right. too exciting. It just withered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did just kind of wither away, but not without a few like key moments that happened. Yeah. And I would like to address them. Oh, wait, hold um, on. Painful, painful moments for some now, Yeah. Before we dive into the episode, uh, we don't want to break tradition now. And oh, fuck, there, you're right. Is there any hot tea, tea, hot, hot tea to talk about? I don't think there's any hot tea. There is some. Like Lukewarm tea. <laughs> uh, one of one of it is like honestly, that news has been pretty pretty weak and pretty slow this this week. I think the news of the actual after the final rose and everything has been kind of overshadowing everything. But one thing that I did hear that was funny is there's like a rumor. I don't know how true it is that MJ, the mean girl MJ, yeah, lives in like the same building or complex as Tyler Cameron oh, that James friend Tyler Cameron so uh, there's this other podcast I was listening to that were they were joking about Tyler Cameron and MJ like hooking up 
because they like live right next to each other, which would be funny. Interesting. Not that there's any actual evidence of that occurring, so, but like apparently you go to the city, any city, and you just live around like all these hot people that just go on the Bachelor in reality TV. Is that the so. world we live in? Well, I don't know. I feel like I, probably in like LA and New York, like sure. But some of these people are from San Francisco too. Like if, Jamie, if you and I just moved to San Francisco, would we just like all of a sudden just be neighbors next to people who are just in reality TV shows all the time? I mean, maybe, but like, I don't think we're rich or hot enough for that. I mean, you're pretty hot, so you probably do it. Thanks. <laughs> but like, we don't get filler and like, we don't like do those things. Yeah. So like, I don't think we would fit in. Eh, whatever. We can be the weird ones. Everybody needs a weird one. Fair, 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 fair. fair. Yeah. But again, I, I really don't think we're rich enough because those places are like moss expensive that's fair Uh, we're talking like four thousand dollar studios also fair very true yeah so all right well um small world over there other than that yeah that all my all my tea is about tyler cameron this week he's the only interesting one apparently um the other thing that's funny is he's been like selling a bunch of merch uh interesting like capitalizing off of weird things from the season uh, and also of himself like straight up just selling shirts with pictures of him shirtless on them what things like that. okay <laughs> or like pictures of him and matt together and now, if someone buys that merch um uh, DM someone must be uh, buying DM it DM us and let us know why <laughs> yeah why <laughs> just um and then one that just like it says um i love mj on it like mj is in matt james um, oh matt james not my and then there's one yeah. where instead of the heart it's like katie's dildo ah that's, that's another shirt that he's speaking, oh my god speaking to my heart on that one yeah uh so that's funny and then the other just last tiny bit of no- news is that he was saying that he didn't even get to meet Rachel or at any point or like get to talk to Rachel before she and Matt broke up which spoilers oops <laughs> eh. I, I mean weren't they didn't they go from like you know the uh which found out was in Pennsylvania not North Carolina the Pennsylvania yeah uh, fair I'm a dumb dumb shining ripoff hotel to uh like their honeymoon quote-unquote whatever the hell they called that sort of yeah like they go from like yeah. one vacation to another essentially uh, they don't like spend the entire time together. They have like big weekends together, basically. Ah. Ah. Like every once in a while. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Nothing uh-huh. very exciting. I, uh- I imagine in the, the coming weeks, there'll probably be some more things, interesting things coming out about um, once they announce the cast of mm. the next Bachelorette season. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of stuff coming out about those guys. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, I did have some lukewarm goss today that I saw. I guess Claire and Daryl were spotted in New York City kissing with yeah. masks on. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. a thing that happened. Rubbing, rubbing masks. Yeah, yeah. back together. You... I guess. Wait, is that? How yeah, you seems like kiss? it. Like when you're out in public and you like pandemic kiss, is that like you just rub your mask together? I guess. That's, I guess. I suppose. Well, like I haven't. Like, well, uh, the times that Jaime and I were out in public and she actually let me be near her, 
I haven't felt the urge to actually like be like, hey, let's just rub our face masks together. Yeah, like I did it's it weird. once as like a um, it's more like a like a joke or like, like a, a reaction or like I did. I kind of forgot that my mask was there. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh. that's oh, different. Oh, I kind of you, think, there's this deliberate. Yeah. You were taken yeah. over by the desire to press your face, and you're like, I'm just gonna do it. And like, oh wait. Yeah, it was just like a peck, and then I was like, wait, there's a thing in front of my face. Oh well. Uh, well, here we're here now. Yeah, that's and fantastic. You haven't, you haven't talked to them since. <laughs> See, like that's funny. You know what I mean? Like theirs was like deliberate and like cringy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was more like when you accidentally put your drink up to your face and then forget mm-hmm. you have your mask on, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. That one I have done. I've gotten a, I've shoved a straw into my face mask before. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? More than once. Mm. I'll, I'll cop to many a time. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, that's, there it is. That's the warm tea. Yeah, it's not not good this week. No, it's fine. It it fits. Now we can dive into what is probably the most awkward finale, and I'm talking about like awkward finale, not because they had like a, a guest host, which I'm glad they addressed, but like also the editing was really weird. This yeah. oh for after the final like, rose yeah yeah for after so the final weird. rose like, like yeah I guess we should go before after the final rose. They just yeah. stuck with me. It's like in my head now. Um yeah. So, um, how does this note taker? Great. So we begin and we're introduced to Matt's mom and brother. Uh, I think his name's John. John. Yes. John. Mm -hmm. Um, And first of all, I'd like to address a couple of elephants in the room. John has some very interesting hair, facial hair, and a grill. I'm not sure what year it is, but I don't think it's 2021 anymore. We've been transported to a different time. I don't know the styles anymore, so I can't judge. I don't know. Like 2005. Right. Like I feel like that was like a thing in like the like early to mid aughts. And like I haven't seen someone with a grill literally until this. And then apparently Kim Kardashian now has a grill too. So who am I? So maybe they're coming back. Maybe I'm like ass backwards. Seems really uncomfortable. It does. But um, like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be cranking that Soldier Boy again soon, too. <laughs> I'm good. It's retro. It's coming back in style. Oh, God. <laughs> the oldie um, station crank that Soldier Boy. <laughs> God. No. Um, so, like, that's a thing. I'm going to talk about that. Um, uh-huh. And then the other elephant in the room Matt James caressing his mother's leg. Oh my god, I did not see this. What? Oh my god. Oh, oh, you oh didn't my see god. this? No. Oh. All right. Okay. You to send it. Send it in uh in our Twitter. Yeah, you, you have the thing saved. I do. Um, I'll send it right now. It's yes, the most way. disturbing thing I've ever seen in, in my entire That's... life. Um Ooh. Zachary, when you post this episode, um I'm gonna need you to like link to it or like something. Um, where the fuck is where is it? I'm not going to encourage. Uh, I'm not going to encourage the viewing of a, a, a man caressing his mother's leg on the podcast link. I mean, <laughs> even if you're super close, I like. Not not the way he oh. did it. He did it very. Uh, he did it as you would another human that you are okay. physically attracted. I to. just sent it, and it's like very distressing. <laughs> like. I'm not okay. 
Um, I'm watching it right now. Oh, and I don't like. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. No, it's yucky. I don't. It's like no one should do that to their mother or father or anyone related to them. I will say in this situation, I kind of feel bad for the guy because he might have just done it as an accident and he goes, oh, fuck. And now it's just captured on TV and now it's just saved. And he's like, well, there that is. You just accidentally caress your mother's leg. I don't know, man. I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. Like (laughs) I wouldn't. I mean, he's, he's, he, maybe he's just like starved for affection. I don't know. And not in like a sexual way, but like a, just like human touch. Mm. I don't know. He did just get out of like the three fantasy suites though. That's true. He, okay. Like so it. I'd like to address something in my personal life. That's very embarrassing that I just realized. And that's why I was just making a face. So right now on zoom, um, my name is high Mizzle. So, so that when Zach uploads his audio file like there's separate tracks and they're different because we use my zoom account to do this for everyone's edification um I realized I had therapy earlier today uh-huh and my name all <laughs> throughout therapy, uh-huh yes you didn't use like the computer no I used my phone earlier oh that's amazing that's very funny. That's so great. I would like to publicly apologize to Andrea um, <laughs> to your she that she had to see that because that's very funny. Uh, <laughs> it could have been uh, much worse. It could have. It could have been far worse. And I've seen far worse on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, that's a very funny uh, trend is people forgetting about their funny Zoom, Zoom name and then like logging into class being like the pussy destroyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like work. <laughs> I just want to know in what situation you like the pussy destroyers luck. <laughs> well, no, because oh, no. like people do like the Zoom parties with their friends or like yeah. whatever. See, for me, my my brain like, oh yeah, like you log in, and it's just like Titty McGee, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same energy. I don't know. Yeah, like, the pussy my... destroyer. <laughs> I love it like so that. much. Oh my god, that made me so happy. You can have um, that name, Zach. I don't know if I can live up to it now. <laughs> I don't think I no can. No comment. Um. <laughs> anyways, um. So yeah, the leg touching was very gross. Um. Not about it. Um. Needed no. to address that at the top, and the inappropriateness of it. I don't um, like it at all. And I'm going to swipe it, wipe it from my memory. Yep. Now it's gone. Nope. Um, so I'll, I'll have Zach repost that somewhere or I will. I don't know if I will, man. I can't encourage this behavior. If anyone would like to see it, I got you if you <laughs> missed it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so Michelle is the first like meet the family mm-hmm. date. Nice snowing thing just, just lightly and romantically as she arrives yeah it's beautiful and you know there's like a some b-roll of him saying like oh michelle's everything that i'm looking for in a wife and but like rachel's kind of hot though like it's like weird like you know <laughs> what he's really saying is michelle's everything i'd be looking for in a wife if i was looking for a wife exactly. but i'm not <laughs> i'm looking right. to book. which gets doubled down upon 
after mom talks to him, which we'll get mm-hmm. to in a second. Um, so, you know, my notes here is that like, I, I just adore Michelle so much. His mom like really seemed to like Michelle. Um, and John's great. He's the one asking like the hard questions. Like okay. he is yes. Bree's mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was like asking the questions that like we've been wanting to hear and see this mm-hmm. whole time. Like, thank goodness for him <laughs> asking, for real. you know, like, what do you see in him? Like, what, uh, okay. like, where do you see your lives going? Like the, the real last questions. Right. Like, um, I think one of the questions was something to the effect of, um, like how many serious relationships you have ha- <laughs> serious relationships have you had yeah like why did your last one end right um so you know he was actually like really getting in there um so then after the conversation with michelle they cut away and his mom says for the first time to matt well you know honey love isn't the end all be all yeah she's a really likes to sprinkle in some seeds of doubt there yeah it was weird yeah and like she says a lot of very similar sentiments and i have a note here i'm like is she just like jaded and like salty about marriage because like it didn't work out or like whatever or like you know she's just afraid of him getting hurt so she's like trying to set up for like if this doesn't work out you know it's not it's not the end of the world right yes. but so yeah it definitely his decision it definitely comes off as like a like a um a marriage love hater <laughs> like yeah it's yeah not not real love is fake like a wedding singer when he like goes off and it's like <laughs> love stinks kind of yeah vibes it had that it did you're right mm-hmm. um and then matt has a he says a quote that i wrote down and he's like you know I've never been this honest with anyone I've ever dated. And I was like, bitch, no wonder you're single. Like, Wait, what? What do you what is that supposed to mean? I've never been this honest. Like, do you mean like I've never talked this much about deep things? I think is what he meant. Yes. But yeah, but like, it was just like wild. You just are you saying you like lie to people a lot? Like it's weird. I, <laughs> I was just like, all right, cool. Um, so then they have a one-on-one. <laughs> and Matthew yet again takes someone on a like Loki like potentially dangerous danger date. date. <laughs> yeah, danger date. another danger um, date where they're essentially scaling down a, a building. Not or one of the buildings are that... entirely scaling down a building. Yes, um, our dog has lost his damn mind. Um, apologies, but um, also upset about the danger dates. He is upset about the danger dates, but the best part are all the memes that have come out of this. Um, it was like when you order Spider-Man off of Wish. Um, that was one of my favorite <laughs> ones. Um, it was when he was like a little stuck <laughs> and uh couldn't get out of his little uh weird body position. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed that one. Um, there was many more, but that was my absolute favorite. Uh do 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 she uh hold on. Oh, he was like, oh, like you know, Michelle's just so assured and I I just don't really know where I'm at. I'm like, sir. <laughs> and then she says that she loves him again. And then he says, oh, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, you could see it all in his face that yep. he was, it's crashing down. And he's like, yep. shit, what am I going to do about this? 
Yeah. And to which then she has, she looks at him and says, so before we go any further here, do I need to fight for you or no? And I was like, good for you, first yep. of all. Um, and then he proceeds to break America's heart <laughs> collectively and break up with Michelle. Yeah, I mean, he didn't just like break up with her either. He like left and went to her room later and talked yeah. to her, which is like rough. Because then she 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 says, "I need to know like where you're at or like mm-hmm. if you can get there." And he just says straight up, "I don't think I can get there with you." Yep. Which is um, the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. And then he, I noticed this, and then he then put his hand on her knee to comfort her. And I was like, sir, do not touch her. Get your <laughs> right. hands off of that queen. <laughs> you do don't not, deserve. You do not get to touch her anymore. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, I was very upset yeah, about that. The man for real just um, then proceeds to have a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. in an existential crisis these are the, it's the probably crimes. a better way to say it yeah these are the crime and, scenes we've seen yes and then chris harrison gets involved and you mean a dark figure with yeah. no real yeah. face <laughs> yes i made i made a like uh, a comment or a note to myself that it was almost like matt is crying like outside and I bet like producers are on the walkie-talkie, like get Chris Harrison in here. Matt's crying. We need to make it worse. Get him in here. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and then and Chris Harrison just lurks in from the shadows, just like yes, I'm ready to feed on your tears. Tell and me his like extra legs and like morph back into his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but then Matt, you know, proceeds to tell him basically more or less you know, like i don't know if i can get married mm-hmm. i don't know if i can do ready. this whole proposal thing it's like, like um, blah, blah blah isn't this the whole shit you you probably should have been very sure about when you went on the show in the first place and when i tell you chris harrison was having full-on nom flashbacks <laughs> yet <Yeah. laughs> <For laughs> sure. like the looks on his face like he is medium key annoyed. He is like, you are fucking up everything just like that bitch Claire. <laughs> yeah. like, can't we just have a normal goddamn season for once? Why does everybody have to ruin it? the beauty and the magic and the fairy tale wonder? A hundred percent. And then it gets worse. <laughs> because then the next day, Rachel is getting all ready for her one-on-one. She's looking all cute. She gets to knock, knock, knock on the door. And you know, like, they knew she wasn't going to go on her date, and they let her just uh-huh. get ready anyway. Put an entire percent. face of makeup on. Mm-hmm. An entire whole-ass face. Get all dressed. An get outfit. Ready. Wasted. On The Bachelor, no less. She gets a knock, knock, knock on the door. And it's Mr. Chris Harrison again. And, and he's he says, got his arm on the door, and he's like, hey, sorry to barge in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like (laughs) matt can't see you today he's going through it he doesn't want to see you yeah he also said you stink (laughs) (laughs) and 
honestly, after last week and her emotional roller coaster during the overnight situation, <laughs> like if I was her, I would have left. I would have just been like, peace. Like, peace. no. <laughs> and it's just, it's so harsh to just like not, why couldn't he just, I, I bet this was a producer thing where they like didn't, they told him oh. to just go relax. When uh-huh. like I'm, because I'm sure if he had a say in it, he probably would have gone to her and been like, "Hey, sorry, like I need some time. Like we're not going on our date today, but like I just wanted to like see you or something, you know." But no, there's right. nothing. There's there's no note or in in anything from Matt. It's Chris Harrison that comes and delivers the news at the very last minute. Like they could have said something the night before. <laughs> that morning right. she woke up, but no. It would be as entertaining. Yeah. That's true. what it boils down to. Fucking crazy town. So. Yeah, man. Then it cuts to what is presumably like simultaneously happening. I'm not really sure. Um, where Matt is meeting with Mr. Neil Lane. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, he, the, the goblin that lives in a cave and eats frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and shits diamonds, apparently. <laughs> and then puts them on a ring for people. <laughs> Yeah, um, so they go over the whole thing, and he's like, "Oh, you only have one girl left. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got a propose?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Look <laughs> my shiny rocks. Pick one of them. <laughs> if you dare, precious, dead ass." And then he's like, "You know, I kind of like that one. Like, I'm gonna hold on to it just in case. Just Puts in, in his case. pocket, and then like scampers off." Um, then we fast forward to the next day, and. We just we're just oh jumping right into it like we're getting like ball gowned. All right, you cut out. You cut out during that entire segment. We have no idea what you said. You turned into the ring goblin (laughs) and you scurried back to your cave, taken over by the spirit of Neil Lane. (laughs) I mean, honestly, if anyone's gonna do that to me, it should be the spirit of Neil Lane. (laughs) Possesses you. Yeah. Um anyways, so then we we fast forward. Right, that's actually the next day. That's the real reason that people have to hold on to the ring for two years or they have to give it back. That's the amount of time it takes for the ring to collect your soul. <laughs> and then it's it back and he puts it in his collection. Then- Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was fucking great. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, god. Damn it. Oh. um does that mean like each ring oh that god. they choose has the soul of a former bachelor slash bachelorette contestant yes uh, well no he, he just he collects the soul and then he eats it and that's what keeps him alive oh <laughs> he's god, actually yeah. 500 years old but oh my god What's he's he living off the souls of <laughs> bachelor and bachelorette. this show has like been the best thing for him then he was really mm-hmm. struggling before this show how yeah. am i gonna find a new soul yeah, no, little little known f- uh, facts. Anyways, right back to there. <laughs> yeah, Neil Lane is going to be immortal as long as the franchise keeps happening. Exactly. Um, Not if none of these bitches get proposed to. Yeah, shit. damn. Which, on to that, then we cut to Rachel getting ready in a, this honestly stunning emerald green gown. I my thought was like, oh, I don't like her, but God, she looks good. That's <laughs> facts. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and I was like. Gown. Damn, like it was kind of like the blue dress moment when she had the like fancy date. Um, and where you're like, 
you're questionable, but like you look great. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't oh. propose. Yeah, also on her outfit, uh, how mm-hmm. absolutely rude that they, it's clearly freezing. It was just snowing. She's yes. in a sleeveless dress, high ass heels, and they make her walk through leaves to get to him. They couldn't put down a so freaking rude. pathway or like something. Like, nope, walk through this dirt and leaves in your beautiful evening gown and expensive shoes in the um, cold. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, possibly <laughs> broken up with. <laughs> right. Um, I forgot I have a note here. So like uh, you, you do see Matt like getting like walking over to the little like alcove thing where you know that he proceeds to not propose to her. Um and he like opens his little gate. I was like, oh my god, would you like fucking die if he like tried to open it? <laughs> like, just, like, nothing happened. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's barrier my way. I guess I can't propose. So I'm gonna oh no. <laughs> Oops. Um, Oops. But yeah, so then he does not propose after she walks through all this yuck, yucky ground in her heels. And then he's like, but like, we should still date or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, she, she also gives this really, you know, long speech about how, you know, all she was, she was all worried, but she was worried about him and how he was clearly like stressed out and she mm-hmm. just couldn't be there for him. And that's what was making her sad, like very well done little little speech that she had there oh 100 percent. and then he yeah he says he can't propose to her but that doesn't mean they can't keep dating which honestly very reasonable but you know Mm -hmm. not the premise of the show though we wanted we want to see that engagement and also it's like what's the harm sure so you get engaged and then it just you don't get married it's fine like it's not like an engagement is like fucking binding but exactly i mean to be fair though he was not expecting to get into a controversy with her so oh, yeah. it's probably True. a lot better you know definitely better yeah um so with that we'll get to after the final rose that's mm-hmm. right because they so, ride off into the sunset on that note yes oh with, in a carriage oh yes away in a, a horse-drawn carriage yeah to um, go date. yes <laughs> to go be boyfriend and girlfriend for not very long no um so after the final rose um as was alluded to earlier was not hosted by chris harrison <clears throat> but hosted by emmanuel Ancho. i think was is how you say his last name mm-hmm. Ancho. yes yeah mm-hmm. um i personally think he did a fabulous job um i've never seen it after the final rose before but i'm assuming this was like on par if not better than yeah. once past no he handled himself super well and what i appreciate is he talked about it and, and you know talked to the contestants and everything like he was a sportscaster because this is a sport and i'm just glad that you know <laughs> recognize that and talk about it like uh like he's actually analyzing a a football game or something which basically he, it is so i like yeah it. yeah it's 100 true actually um yeah and i have a note here so uh he brings out michelle first um and she is like so visibly like upset and like nervous like mm-hmm. from the get-go like it's it, it was really upsetting to watch like i'm not gonna lie yeah. um and she reveals that after he came to her room and broke up with her uh he basically just says like later days and then 
she asked the producers like hey can i like have like two minutes with him because like he just kind of like bounced and i just i want to just say like wanted hey some closure yeah right i wanted normal. to just kind of say my piece um i don't want to try to like change his mind or change the trajectory of the show or his relationship or lack thereof or whatever with rachel i just want to get closure for myself i they allegedly brought it to him and he said no again allegedly who knows um so that was upsetting to hear um and um i he then proceeds to bring um her kind of into rachel's scandal Mm -hmm. and just kind of like ask her her opinion i thought i actually thought that was really interesting i thought that was like i I was actually really impressed throughout this entire thing with the amount Mm -hmm that like is you know who knows what the, what the contract was or what, what he was set up to do and say and what he was told he could and could not say but they chose to edit and air this the way that it was so they chose mm-hmm. to air a lot of the stuff and I was actually really surprised that they did like right off the bat when he comes out he addresses it like Chris Harrison's not here um you know because of this mm-hmm. controversy and because of this this these statements that he made uh Rachel Lindsay and like he like just lays it all out there like I was actually yeah. pretty surprised and then when he brings it up to Michelle too he's like oh so like how did how did this make you feel with the the pic- these pictures that came out about right like they just actually said it all I was like really in kind of impressed I guess you know I was too like I had to know about that also like I I was impressed with the way they handled it like all things considered because it was mm-hmm. not handled well by anybody prior to this exact moment yeah that was like the most brilliant thing they could have done was hire this guy, honestly. A billion percent. And um, so I thought that was really, um, really awesome that they included that. Um, and then he brings out Matt. And my first note is, so he had all this time to shave his beard and then he kept it. <laughs> but at least some of his hair grew in. It looked a little less weird. Yeah, because it was less like stark of mm-hmm. a transition. And like it was actually like blended a little bit. A little bit better. Like he had a better barber situation this time for sure. Still should have um, been less beard. Billion shorter. percent. And basically she says like, you know, I asked to get closure. You denied that to me. And he was like, well, like, I'm sorry. If I knew it was going to upset you so much, I would have done it. Like, bitch. What do you what? mean? <laughs> the whole reason I want to talk to you is because I was upset. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> like the audacity. Yeah, right. Um and then she proceeds to roast him. That was great. Which sent me. She yeah. addresses um the open mouth kissing. Yep. Which was great. Um open eye kissing. Oh, I'm sorry, open eye kissing. Yeah. I guess. Open mouth kissing just is kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you're eating the hot dog. What are you doing? <laughs> you should close your eyes while you do that too. Just for <laughs> Zachary, please don't make any images for me. I'm good. Um, and uh, then she addresses basically that he like low key has like mommy and daddy issues. Yeah, she, like, did such a good job of creating this whole air of, like, feel very sorry for me because I'm very sad, but then also I'm a fucking queen, and yes. yeah. I'm also it very funny. Bitch, like, 
I, she's my hero. I want to be her when I grow up. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that was fucking dope. Um, so then Michelle leaves, and then oh, I mean, oh, oh my gosh, oh no, Matt have you a comment. The ring goblin. The ring goblin I mean, took it again. Up all these, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Nope. Um, <laughs> so back. am I back? Sort of. Nope. Nope. Hold wow. On. I had to mute her. There we go. Okay, I had okay. to mute you because you were like just sounding like you sound like a robot orgy. Okay, that's all I can describe. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. So I had to that for me. try to unmute. You, I try to mute you there. Um, okay, so you had to go back a few. You got to go back. Yeah. So um, Emmanuel Ancho and Matt James have a, a one-on-one conversation after that. After yes. Michelle leaves, and basically um, he's asking Matt like all of these you know questions about like you know how it is to be the first black bachelor and like did uh you know like was there extra pressure on him and you know basically all these questions that do have to do with his race yeah mm-hmm. um and he kind of like dances around them which is like kind of an interesting choice he, like he he answers them but like doesn't answer the whole question it's it's this interesting thing where like, I feel like he answered it well in, in the fact that they did talk on some heavy things here. They did talk about the fact that Matt does address, he goes, I am the first black bachelor. And, and he, go, he goes, in honesty, like this is probably the first time for some people in this country to have a person of color, not only be yeah. focused on like this TV show, but also technically just be in their home. And that's like a heavy thing to stop and think about, but it's a hundred percent true. And the way he was kind of like, I had to constantly be thinking about how do I behave myself? How do I, and they kind of gave me an insight on why he's so boring, why he's so plain, because it's like, he probably was scared to, I don't want to say show personality, but he was also afraid to like what he has to say. And this, this whole, Mm -hmm. they said one line that really stuck with me. Which was, he goes, I had to show the opposite of what some people have in their head about people of color. The, the fear they have mm-hmm. of what Black people can be. And that, so fucked up. But it also just really stuck with me on like this, this burden that these guys do have to carry. Especially mm-hmm. being rather like both of them both of them had this connection because like uh, Emmanuel is like a football player. He's an NFL player. He is a built man. And like for them to both be like, yeah, we're we are physically presenting black males, like that has to carry a level of stress almost to the fact that it. So they did talk. They did talk about some heavy right. things here, mm-hmm. right? And it really made feel like, me feel for him. Like, yeah, no, hundred percent. It did. I was just saying, like, it, like he like progressively kind of got there. Like at the beginning, yeah. he was kind of dancing around stuff, and then it, like he finally like yeah. broke down and like hundred uh, percent. And when they got there, man, they got there, and it was like it almost was a shame that it took the show this long to address this issue when mm-hmm. in reality, this should have been what we got freaking welcomed with. We should have gotten welcomed with mm-hmm. Matt having, and again, it's, it's because they couldn't do it. Like the, it needed to be a one-on-one conversation between two people of color to have this kind of conversation where they can both resonate and be like, I feel you. And I feel you let's get to it 
And yeah, I had like a really shitty version of this conversation with Chris Harrison, like yeah. the first episode. Right. Like, yeah. oh, are you the first black bachelor? Cool. What's that gonna be like? Oh, well, all, all right. right. Well, let's get into it. But like, yeah, I absolutely agree. Like it would have been a lot more impactful mm-hmm. to have had this at the beginning. Yeah. Because now, like you're saying, now we're seeing like, oh well, maybe like this kind of changes my whole perspective on how he was acting the whole time because he's probably mm-hmm. terrified of presenting himself in a way that would like, he has the he feels like he has the whole burden of presenting what black men in America are like to yeah. America. Yeah. And yeah. that's I just can't even imagine like, and it, how stressful that is. No, and it's like and we get to eventually we do lead to Rachel, which we'll, we'll bring her up because I, I, I have a lot to say on, on her, but they do talk about the fact that the party she was at is celebrating the history. That's not that old. And if you even want to get mm-hmm. even more technical about it, we used to drink from separate water fountains 60, 70 years ago, maybe right. like race is still heavy. And it's mm-hmm. like, burden to like just not only be the front center of the show but in all honesty if you want to talk about it even more talk about a demographic of the show that watches is prone like hugely just white yeah housewives that's generically who watches the bachelor slash bachelorette that have this mindset about people of color so yeah absolutely big thought i was having while watching this is i I kind of am curious the percentage of viewers like that who had no idea of anything that was going on like if you were just watching yeah. the show and wasn't looking on the internet or like seeing things on the news you would have yeah. had no idea about all the stuff about like Rachel and all that coming out yeah. so the fact that they did this and they put such a like they were very very clear about what was going mm-hmm. on and why and why it was wrong and like kind of like stamped it in like as hard as they did was like a huge deal like it might be kind of basic for like people that have been watching or like mm-hmm. paying more right. attention behind the scenes and everything but when you put it on in the lens of there's a probably a big chunk of people that had no access to that information that are just casual viewers of the show or like yeah you know like old housewife ladies who just don't look at the internet or whatever yeah. like who knows know. and then that now they're being presented with this information and probably hopefully this thought-provoking type uh narrative about yeah. the struggles of being a, a black person in america and like why this is an important thing to talk about it so is, and especially good. yeah especially coming out of the last like four years which the last uh, he who should not be named was president and <laughs> say what you want about him but what he he did for his own marketing purposes is he stirred up this side of the country that's still alive and well. And what yeah. that is, is white supremacy. What it, it, where that is the biggest issue is he can go ahead and say that he's not racist at all, whatever. Fine. But what he did was he stirred up this group of people who are heavily racist and he mm-hmm. made them feel like they had a voice again. They could actually rise up and have the nerve to speak mm-hmm. when they Safely. shouldn't. When they should just quietly shut the fuck up mm-hmm. <laughs> and go away <laughs> and go away forever. They felt like they Far actually away. could speak again for the first time since mm-hmm. civil rights and, and pre that civil war. And like, and we were in the thick of that again. And as I can't even imagine, like 
people of color seeing these these voices rise again when they're supposed to be mm-hmm. gone, man. Mm-hmm. They're, su- they're supposed to be relics that we go they're at least on their way out. Yeah, <laughs> the but, very least. And they were they were brought back up and having that burden on top of it, I, I literally mm-hmm. can't even imagine. And just that's, the fact that yeah. this season overlapped with like the year that we just had and right. like how yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that was yeah. like had so much such an impact on the year and the fact that this just happened to be the first year of the first black bachelor also just like man the, the just burden that he would have had to deal with it's it's it's, it's heavy the the i mean if you really put it into historical like context and i probably may be missing a chapter here but like yeah we got through like the black lives matter movement which is like the heaviest most aggressive voice for black people probably since the black panthers were formed if you really like look at history wise like this was what we saw was massive and yeah he's and granted it's the bachelor right it's a dumb like it's popcorn it's stupid trash tv junk food however it's still shown everywhere and yeah. people watch all over the country the world maybe. bachelor is like a, a reflection of the yeah. state of the world honestly. kind of yeah kind of. as silly as it is it is, yeah. it is though and, it, and just, yeah. Yeah. But like everything in that context and how like important it was and how stressful it was. And then to imagine the way that it ended for him, like just yeah. right. Not just like heartbroken, but that is like crushing disappointment and heartbreak that he's having to now deal with. A hundred percent. And mm-hmm. the worst possible thing. It's like if, I don't know, Harry Potter fell in love with somebody that ended up being a death eater. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's your whole freaking purpose. And now, well, sorry. Nope. You yeah. <laughs> screwed over in the end. It just and, yeah. It's, it, and it's, yeah. And, and again, we don't, you know, us having access to social media and having access to these pictures and having access to this backstory, we all could easily paint Rachel as the villain them in that moment they didn't know he didn't know right. it was super obvious during this interview he had no idea mm-hmm. yeah he and, even says he kind of like denied it for a while and was defending yeah. her and it i you know it's so hard to fault him for that because it's like the shock the shock of mm-hmm. literally he turned down mm-hmm. michelle for her mm-hmm. and to have that come out and just be like the biggest slap in the face ever to be like, you literally fucked up. You chose the wrong Mm -hmm. person. And to find that out essentially on national TV, Mm -hmm. no wonder you grew a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. Like in that moment, he probably did truly finally mature when he was like, Oh, I feel wiser. He probably like grew the fuck up. And he was like, I fucked up. I, and he even says it like in these interviews or whatever, we see him say, Michelle has these qualities and this qualities and this qualities. And I'm always looking for that. He goes, but Rachel has some of those qualities too. And we have a lot of fun together. And he essentially says that, you know, she's really hot. You can see this level of like immaturity that's still there. And then I feel like now that we are past that and he sees what happened with Rachel and all this, I feel like he finally realized, oh fuck, what I saw in Michelle is yeah. what I was truly actually looking for. I do hope that's the way he takes it as like a a growth and maturity thing and not like a like oh love actually is fake and pointless <laughs> like that's what I'm worried about is right 100% I, yeah. and like yeah. 
and he explains like his reasoning for the breakup in this bit too and um like i really i really applauded him for like basically he says like you know three years wasn't that long ago no and he's right and he doesn't need to handhold her through her growing in her anti-racism etc like that's not his his fucking job Mm -hmm. like he even though he's a black man and her boyfriend or at the time was like that's not his fucking job and um i actually um reshared a post on instagram today um from the black black chillerettes it's yeah yeah thank you i was like i am saying that absolutely horrendously you did better Um, than i would yeah uh great account um i absolutely love them and i follow both of their personal pages too they're great um so they posted a thing earlier today that said matt james is not required to spend a relationship or his lifetime educating his white partners on the burden of being black in america and then the caption is it's not his job it's not his duty nor his obligation he doesn't owe Rachel his willingness to try, and there's nothing wrong in naming his need for a partner that has a base understanding of how racism and white supremacy affects his black life in 2021. Full stop. Um, and then uh, basically that was in response to base a fuck ton of people giving him a lot of shit after this, saying like, Not oh, like nice if he really her. loved her and blah, 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 blah. You know, like, no, fuck you. He doesn't need to hold her hand through this. That's not his fucking job. No, no. She can go read a fucking book. <laughs> like, go educate yourself. Come back when I and, and show me the person you are now, and I'll see if I can continue this relationship. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, here's the thing we're three white people sitting here and saying this. Like, <laughs> I tan so, pretty well. <laughs> you're white. <laughs> um, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, one of those things where you you need to read the room where we are not the ones that are need to tell anyone how they should or should not feel right we're going to amplify the voices of those people that do that yeah. absolutely so yeah and that's how you learn and that's how you do do the work and all of that is you you know don't listen to your own opinions in your own no back exactly. story and like mm-hmm. your experiences or whatever you listen to the voices people that are being affected right now and you amplify their voices yeah precisely it's it, yeah it, it's this really hard thing that a lot of people have to like understand just just, just mm-hmm. shut up and listen yeah it's not about you <laughs> no no or just go again i'm not lying about it. i said just go pick up a book right yeah <laughs> yeah care about the something other free. than yourself Go watch some dope <laughs> documentaries that they have been made about Martin Luther King. Start there mm-hmm. and then go backwards. <laughs> if you want to like, like you're saying, like he, it's not his job to, to teach her or whatever. Like a very, like try to put it into shoes that other people might understand who don't have to deal with, you know, uh, racial injustice, stuff like that in their life. I, I feel like it's like if you're, you're telling a woman that, uh, is dating like a man baby just a <laughs> right. situation I've been in a lot where you know, like dating somebody who like doesn't know how to live without like their mom taking care of them like they're uh doing their own laundry or cooking for them or whatever and then you frequently see like these things going around where like it's not your job to like teach a person how to be an adult like in a relationship just because you love them doesn't mean that you should be you know their mom basically no and i, I feel no. like this is like that's like a very baby version of 
what this is like it's yeah. not your job to like be somebody's mom yeah. it's not your job to be somebody's like coach through racial injustice <laughs> educator like to educate them and so okay so we've 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 talked a lot about this and we've talked about there was one thing that um Emmanuel said and I swear to fucking god I want it tattooed on me not all history history is supposed to be remembered but not all is celebrated and it's a hundred percent true and it's an incredible line it's my favorite quote pretty much it's in my top five I think favorite quotes because it's accurate what especially 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 in this country (laughs) we teach this very sugar-coated version of U.S. history and in U.S. For history, reason. <laughs> yeah, for a reason. And in U.S. history, we taught we basically teach the kids of the future that America was built by brave men who said no to the evil British Empire and wanted to form their own freedom place, essentially. And then we just kind of blow past everything else. We go, hey, we got, we bought this land at a really good deal. We bought this land at a really good deal. We fought this tiny war with Mexico. That's whatever. And then we explored from ocean to ocean and we're super great. There was this thing about slaves. It was kind of awkward. We fought this massive civil war, but we fixed it. Abraham Lincoln. Also the Native all. Americans that we mm-hmm. like murder. We talk about Native <laughs> Americans either. We talk about the Trail of Tears and that's it. Um, <laughs> and then we blow past all of it. And then we're like, aren't we great? And then we fought World War II and we helped save the world, uh, save the entire world from mm-hmm. the evil Nazis. And all we had to do was nuke Japan. But where I'm getting at with that is we talk about, we never dwell on the dark parts of history. And specifically with US history, it needs to be addressed. You actually need to spend time researching how truly fucked up we were. And really kind mm-hmm. of still are. Um, especially yeah, I think it's a big reason why we are still kind of like that is because people yes. grow up with these mentalities and yeah. get their public school education about how we did nothing wrong because God wanted was for us yeah. to have this land. So, so uh, separation of church and state never happened. It's super awkward. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I even like just recently educated people on Christopher Columbus. I just literally pulled up articles online and said, Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit that doesn't deserve a day because he didn't even discover the United States. And he just, all he did was fuck up mission after mission. And did you, fun fact, you know, Christopher Columbus, he failed so badly in his first mission. He actually sent the uh, uh, royalty of Spain that funded it as a prize. He sent them, he sent them slaves that he discovered in the Bahamas essentially. And the, queen of spain i think it was the queen she was so disgusted by it she re- sent them back and just said mm. i will not accept this they because she also looked at well she also looked at the skin tone and went they're very much like me i almost feel like i would be enslaving my own people what are you doing it's very interesting like tidbit you can just research it but <laughs> it's it's so fascinating to me that for some reason we even with Christopher Columbus, we just, we built up this guy. He's like, oh, he discovered America. He made, he made traveling to the United States even possible. And it's like, he didn't even step foot here. He fucking died in Costa Rica. Oh, he died in Costa Rica, but his hopes died there. Anyways. Yeah, it is very odd. And he has like songs written about him. Yeah, no, fuck Christopher Columbus. All of his statues need to be in the ocean. So. (laughs) But yeah, no, like a hundred percent, like history is meant to be remembered. Sure. Like that's why we have history books and museums and things, but 
not celebrated, which is why we shouldn't have statues to Civil War generals or Confederate flags and things like that. Like, fuck all that stuff. We put it in a museum, put it in a history book. Sure, fine. We will remember it. We're not going to bury it. But no, no, it's it's something we should put on the back of your fucking truck. No, even the even like the 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 swastika, which was originally a, a symbol of peace and love, which is ironic. It needs to be remembered. Do not erase the swastika in the Nazis from history. Remember them. Study them. Put them in books. Put them in museums. Show them as the evil sons of bitches that they were. Don't hide Mm -hmm. it. The moment you hide it, people start embracing it again because they don't Mm -hmm. understand. Just like the Confederate flag. Confederate flag, if you boil it down to, is a flag that represents people who said, I don't want my slaves taken away from me for profit reasons i'm going to secede from the union that's saying i should and i'm going to fight a war for it yeah there's this uh really great well great it's not not a good word to use but when i was in new orleans once there's a um plantation museum there that is uh one of the few like i mean plantations are beautiful i think we like they're big beautiful houses but uh this one is um has been restored or like kept uh, um, kept around and is being used as like tours and everything. But the, the the full focus is on like the real history of plantations and like focusing on the slaves and the people that live there. And like I went on this tour and it was like insanely humbling and and horrifying and oh, like sad, but. Like it's super important that people are some like people are doing that. Um, yeah, but, that's awesome that you did that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, things like that should be more common. Like just because it's hard and it's like uncomfortable, but it was atrocious what happened, and people <laughs> need to know about that kind of thing. And that's why we shouldn't be putting on pretty dresses and dancing no. around inside plantations because they do not represent happy no. things. And it was so great to see Emmanuel actually a host for this it, it literally i thought it was like going to be cheesy i thought they were just like catering to the audience but no they address issues and they let him speak his mind probably mm-hmm. as a black man they probably said say what you want to say mm-hmm. don't hold back because that's important and when we're, we're going to get to I, i'm bringing up rachel now they bring rachel out holy shit when i when i say that like visuals tell me a story she's lost weight I oh my god, she's tiny. Yeah, I yeah. do. That. Yeah, she has lost weight. She does not look good. No, she looks stressed. She looks looked sick. upset. She, I don't know if you noticed, but the further the interview went on, you can actually see like red splotches popping up on her chest and her face. Yeah, mm-hmm. she develops a rash throughout yeah. the entire thing. I, mean, I don't blame her. I would be sweating my butt off and like, yeah. I would be in tears like the whole time. And it was, <laughs> it was seeing, seeing that convinced me that she actually is truly sorry and she is trying to better herself as a human i think maybe it took maybe it took a a a simple thing of her reputation being absolutely fucking annihilated maybe it took something that like shallow but maybe it is making her a better human i did believe the things she was saying and the fact that she was when he asked her like what do you see here in this picture and she goes essentially pull in like a sophisticated way she says i see a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's what i see i see somebody who didn't understand what she was 
yeah. doing. I don't think he was being intentionally hateful and yeah. and whatever. Like as they talk about, like there's a ignorance, like a yeah, a, a, a being yeah racially. What does he say? Um, racially ignorant versus like racially, racially. like insensitive or. Or, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. He he's like he, you're being racially insensitive whilst being racially ignorant. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So she she it was driven by her ignorance, and she even brings it up to where like I could have looked this up. Like it is nobody's fault but my own that I didn't look, look into this more and understand what I was right. doing. Yeah, because I I do 100 believe when because he like he straight up asked her. He's like, did you like? ever think that like anyone would see these photos or that like it would become a big deal or like you know were you you know scared that these would turn up or anything like that and she was like no I literally never thought about them once I did not think anything negatively towards them mm-hmm. like That's I the problem didn't she didn't think right and she realized exactly yeah right and like I believe her when she says that she did not think that there was an issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do also believe she's a dumb dumb. Yeah. Or yeah. was. <laughs> and I do think she is at least trying to right. like, figure it out. You know, yeah. I, I do I, I found most of that I found the interview that she did that she gave to be the most genuine she's been since we've ever been introduced to her. And also at the same time, um, I will say that when he asked her, he, he did ask her one question. He was like, well, what have you been doing? You know what I mean? Like, what have you been doing to better yourself and educate yourself? And she's like, well, like I can list like all these books I've read and documentaries I've watched and blah, 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 blah. I was like, I, I feel like that was pandering like a little bit, you know, I, I feel like she could have, you know, given like some specifics or, you know, like, Hey, here's like a couple of things that like really stood out, but like, yeah don't take just take my word for it um i don't know no yes but like also i feel like she understood by saying i watched these documentaries and read these books she also is understanding that like that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface right Um, so yeah but i mean like again for the casual viewer that doesn't really know what's going on they yeah. probably don't know these resources either. So she can nope. probably, like, I, I feel like she could have given, like, hey, here's, like, one thing to check out. Like, if you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, like, here, here's the, like, the bare bones minimum. Or here, hey, here's a list. Um, yeah. Or, I don't know. Or, like, they could have, I don't know. It's possible that since this was, like, on ABC, like, maybe they couldn't be, like, here's the Wall Street Journal. Like, there's, you know, there's, right, might be some conflicting things there so maybe she did and they couldn't air it i don't know oh, maybe. Yeah. i don't know either uh, yeah, she they, has they on her on her actual page on she has been posting resources so that's good yeah true so that that's, also yeah, happened that does help it it was heavy and and the one the part where then show like lost me again but i get why they had to do it was like they reunited them to talk and i'm like what conversation so, i'm like what conversation so are they having so uncomfortable. I'm like, you're not having a real conversation here. And it couldn't even look at her. No. And it's because they aren't ready. They aren't he what she needed to say to him couldn't be said on national TV. What yep, he needed to ask her couldn't be asked on national TV. Mm -hmm. The conversation they needed to have, it's heavy, it's real, and it carries weight. 
and it's going to be words that we frankly don't have the right to see <laughs> and because it's it's talking about some heavy shit and it's shit that he can't change it's literally they're talking about do you understand how i feel in this country because of the color of my skin yeah i think that's the problem is that yeah. how could she possibly no ever mm-hmm. and i think that's what she was literally hinting at the entire time is saying like i can't you're right i will never I can't understand the feeling of walking into a public space and just immediately knowing that probably like a solid percentage of people in this public space are going to judge me because I have a darker skin tone. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's and heavy. You can see like how absolutely she looked destroyed. Like yeah. yep. she yeah. is feeling the weight of her actions. Which, yeah, sure. and like yeah. I don't think it's just like oh shit I got found out. It was like oh no, like like I, I did a thing. Actually, heartbroken. <laughs> I because of right. because of some stupid pictures that she took that she could have known better. She like lost 100%. potentially her future husband over like that no, sucks. Exactly. Like, I don't like feel sorry for her or anything. I'm just saying like I could see. So no, like just mm. shitty. I don't know. The whole situation sucks. And it it should, didn't didn't need to happen. And it's like it's, I feel bad for her. I don't feel sorry for her. Yeah. There's a difference. Like I, I feel bad that like that one person has to go through all that, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. But like that pales in comparison to people I actually feel sorry for. Sure. No, no, no. I. The, <laughs> She's where not I, a victim. No. No. Absolutely not. It, it's where I feel, I guess, sorry for people in. Cause she's like born and raised in the South. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I, I kid you not, when I, I, people in the South, especially when it comes to education and stuff, if we thought we got a glossy version of the civil war, imagine the South. Yeah. Like you're, you, she, she didn't want to, she hesitated to, to blame things on her upbringing but yeah i mean that it, it that's why but no. also like yeah. by the time you're an adult you should have access to exactly resources like a billion percent well i mean um one thing that emmanuel Ancho even says he was like do you blame anyone or anything for your ignorance like i wrote that one down because i was like i thought that was a really interesting fucking question it's a great like, question um he's like do you blame your parents do you blame you know the church do you blame yes yes whatever you know um you're like where you grew up and then she was like i can't blame any one thing like i can only blame myself yeah at the end of the day which i I thought was a a good move but again it was also (laughs) well right and again that's why i say like some of her answers came off like a little pandery but Mm -hmm. like well she's not a jack her parents through the mud or anything on tv i get it and, I get it. you know she yeah. makes a comment like where she's like you know i did grow up in the south and you know it's one thing to say like oh xyz thing is normal or xyz thing is common but like that doesn't make it right or it shouldn't normalize it no mm-hmm. no and it's yeah. yeah it's it's heavy it's a heavy subject and i could do <laughs> i could do literally an entire podcast on on it uh hmm I will say they're not normally like that. No. That one no. was special. No, 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 no. But really I, intense. I, I feel like it was actually a 
as shitty of a situation it was, I feel like it also is very good. I feel like it's a good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are going to be the people who roll their eyes at it and they go, oh, whatever, we get it. Mm-hmm. Which those are the people, in my opinion, that are too, too stupid to actually understand why we're talking about this. And that's just maybe my opinion one, one of these days they'll see something like that and it'll actually click for them. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I hope I. I hope, I hope people actually just take the time to stop and fucking read books. Or You don't have to read books, man. Like, they have... Just find documentaries. <laughs> find podcasts. Hey, guess what? You're listening to a podcast. There's podcasts. There's podcasts. Yeah. Like, there's podcasts that talk like, about... there's options for lots you. Of podcasts. Okay. There's a podcast I'm listening to right now. And I highly advise a lot of people to listen to it if you have any sort of curiosity about American history and you want real stories about it it's called history that doesn't suck hmm. and what this guy does is he actually takes he starts if you go all the way to the bottom he starts at basically when the revolutionary war starts he starts at the the things that built up to it and he tells all these stories and they're all historically true but he makes it sound like a fun story um, that you're actually following along and you're hearing character development, but you're actually listening to stories about George Washington. You're listening to stories about the founding fathers in general and where this country was built from. And you actually start to learn that the founding fathers, as they were dying, realized they fucked up with slavery because they, in the Declaration of Independence, they wrote, all men are created equal. And on their deathbeds, they all started to realize that they fucked up because they didn't include slaves in that statement. It, it even talks about how the point that George Washington's best friend was a slave. His right-hand slave was his best friend. So when he died, he actually bestowed his entire house to him. All of his like estates, essentially, went to him. And you start, it, and, it, and it's this very interesting thing that peels back the curtain on like where slavery started in this country and i highly advise people to listen to it if they want to know u.s history because it addresses the fact that we haven't addressed the fact essentially sweep a lot of uncomfortable stuff under the rugs for a very very long time yeah and and it and it sucks because when the founding fathers all realized they fucked up they were all dying or dead Mm -hmm. so like we too late and then yeah (laughs) that stuff gets quoted for ever since then yeah. as, as why yeah and it's okay, and it's not and you find out that some of them are truly just pieces of shit who like didn't actually really care so you do you find out both you find out that some actually had remorse Jefferson. <coughs> yes thomas jefferson uh total he was a very very piece of shit but you find out like people like andrew jackson andrew jackson uh it, i think it's Andrew. yes oh god yes i'm <laughs> in the moment i'm spaced on names uh he's actually super fascinating um or is it no alexander hamilton alexander Mm -hmm. hamilton is a super fascinating founding father uh born in i believe the bahamas Mm -hmm. you saw a whole bunch of like piracy down there and shit anyways he came up here and that's why he's never president he wasn't born here anyways got my history so died before he could become president he did and allegedly he actually missed his shot on purpose because he couldn't actually bring himself Mm -hmm. to kill a vice president have you never seen hamilton Oh uh, no, I haven't seen the Hamilton. I just you would like it because it does. It goes through some of this stuff. It actually. does, uh, yeah, and it's. Um, I mean, it's not like it's completely accurate or anything, but no, it's still 
it, it's fun because it like puts a fun twist on like American history and parts of it that you people don't normally know or see. So yeah, it's yeah. Good. no, it, I need to watch it. it I think it's yeah. everywhere now. It's on uh, Disney Plus. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. Shit, might have to watch it soon. Yeah, you 100% yeah. should. Yeah, I've good. only heard great things. I mean, I'm not like a huge musical person. I know Zach isn't either, but... I don't think that I matters think to this. I'm a U.S. history person. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. different. Watch it with the subtitles. So. Um, sometimes It's kind of hard because they you know, rap and it's kind of fast. So ah. yeah, mm. it helps. But yeah, no, that's... um, uh, It's an interesting interesting podcast. I'm Right now, I'm where I'm at is actually in the middle of the Civil War right now. Like the beginning battles are happening. Um. We're going wild off topic, but you should listen to the podcast series called Presidential oh. in the Washington Post. Um, she goes through every president from the very first president, like each episode is about a president, oh. but she kind of, um, she does it more like not just you know, basic facts that you would read in a textbook or anything like she wants to delve into like who they are as people and like more interesting stuff about them and so she'll she'll always ask the expert like okay so say I'm on a blind date with George Washington like what do I notice like what's he like like what like how would you you know how would he hold himself like kind of things like that it's really funny so it's that's just, interesting it's, the whole thing's not funny but it's just it's it's really well done series and if you're into you know history and presidential history it's pretty fascinating it's fascinating yeah mm-hmm. i more of the stories i just encourage people to actually take time to learn learn Knowledge especially especially just study this this country alone we've only been around for not even 300 years it's not hard <laughs> to actually study the country you are living in mm-hmm. please okay. please and what you'll find along the way you might surprise you mm-hmm. might change your view on a lot of things Whew. yeah well uh and with that now um officially we know that there's not one but two oh yes bachelorettes back to the whole point yeah. of this podcast <laughs> to bring things back um so i think this will be really interesting um they're filming now for katie season yes um at a none of them deserve her. In, in new mexico a resort in new mexico if I'm none of them deserve but. her i can already call that right now <laughs> yeah. uh so that's filming yeah, now um, and reality steve um oh sorry you, oh. you roboted yeah. again. God damn it i know we gotta get together <laughs> over there i hate it here i'm just kidding um if anyone is into spoilers reality steve has already posted like half of her cast no oh. Okay, see, um, now this is where the fun sleuthing starts to get, like, people will start to be like, oh, I know that guy went to high school with him. He's an asshole or whatever. Right. And he's, like, tagging their accounts. Like, so, I mean, like, he he's going in. So, and and per your point earlier, I guess they're going to be announcing, like, on the ABC Facebook soonish mm-hmm. yeah, who's going to be on. Cast. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, and then, yeah, so that'll probably air in the summer at some point mm-hmm. and then around that time they'll be filming michelle's season as well and probably yes. bachelor in paradise as well so much content mm-hmm. Dang. wait for that yeah. delicious delicious garbage uh again none of them deserve katie and as far as i can tell none of them deserve michelle but they deserve Great. happiness so hopefully they find somebody that can 
mm-hmm. provide that. Hopefully. But it's two queens, so they better treat them fucking well. They had better. And it's a little bit of a bummer that Michelle is getting the fall season because if she got summer, imagine how many gun show moments we'd get. <laughs> well, she's going to be filming in the summer. It's going to air. Oh, Michelle is. Okay. I thought Michelle I was think, filming in the fall. I think it'll be released in the it's fall. It's airing in the fall. Yeah. Uh, well, because, uh, they'll they'll the whole film reason, it in the summer. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, the whole reason she's not doing it right now is because she wants to finish out the school year. Ah, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, so during yeah, the summer, so, so, she'd be off work. Uh, so she's mm-hmm. going to be filming in the summer. So then you guys will get to see tons of Michelle's arms. Hope so. So they better go somewhere warm. Yeah, seriously. We're going to Wyoming. No. <laughs> Is it cold there? What? Yes. Is it cold in Wyoming? Yes. It's I don't know. Northern part of the country. How the fuck? I don't I don't own a map. Granted, when we get to like the middle part of the country, I don't know what I'm talking about either. So I can't give you too much shit. Yeah. So and Wyoming is one of those states no one even knows where the fuck it is or like who who's there or what the capital is. Nope. Couldn't tell you. If you live in Wyoming and you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I'm not. (laughs) God, I feel like I actually know the capital of Wyoming and it's kind of like it's on the tip of my tongue. Now I need to look it up. <laughs> so you're gonna uh, Zach check yourself? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like trying to do like the places. Like I'm just trying to think of like random Cheyenne. ass Cheyenne. Oh. Dang, you should have known that too. I know. The street. Uh, well, okay. The street I grew up on as a youth was called Beaver Court, which was off of Beaver Road, which was off of Cheyenne Road. So that's how. Well, fun fact. Yeah, Beaver Court. Yeah, well, I, I was actually thinking because his godfather's dog was also named Cheyenne. You're not wrong. Because he lives so, on the street of Cheyenne. So many connections. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Just... Anyways. Anyways. So there we go. We This podcast went a lot longer than I thought, but that's because we went on rants and specifically me. And... It's a long episode. Sorry about that. Two episodes, technically. Sorry yeah, about Yeah, so, you know, it's. It's all the better. Hopefully, I didn't feel like I was pandering at all. Hopefully, I actually felt like I was contributing. Yeah, you were. Eh, I'm just kidding. I was pandering? <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> oh, God. I'm deleting the episode. Great, 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 great. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Um, okay, any closing thoughts? Yes. My closing thought is, where was Bree? Oh. Okay, so tea time i forgot there is a little bit of tea here she was there uh-uh I she was filmed wondering. content they just didn't air it they cut her out I had a feeling i had a feeling so um i haven't seen the whole thing um but i follow brie on instagram and i also follow who i've been mentioning for ages now and by ages i mean like probably like three weeks um not skinny <laughs> but not fat had posted a few clips from a podcast Brie did with Nick Vale and uh Vile, excuse me um and she full-on was like yes I was 100% there we interviewed I we had conversations I don't know what the fuck happened oh my god damn justice for Brie yep Mm, that's right so 
So they uh, heathered her from the woman tell all. Damn. Well. Yikes. Well, all right. That was. Three, I hope you're in Bachelor thought. in Paradise. Oh, she will be. I fucking hope so. You deserve it. Well, well, I mean, she's unem- she's fun employed, so you know she's got nothing tied her down. Yeah. That's true. Uh, follow her. Any other closing thoughts? That was it. Thank you for reminding me of my little bit of tea that I didn't have. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Well, then that's it. We've done it. We've gotten through Matt's season of The Bachelor. It's over. It's in the books. Whoop whoop. Bury it. Kill it. It's dead. Fire. It's gone. (laughs) The next time we all get together for a podcast will be a very exciting edition of Her First Time. I guess it's what's it? uh, Hers first times. Anyways, her is plural. Her is fine. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Whatever. Anyways, um, uh, Christina, have you watched Blade yet? I have not, but I have told my significant other that we need to watch it and he was very excited about it he's like as oh, he should be blade and just, just blade or blade two also because blade two is good too blade like, two okay, is good watch, too watch both of them yeah blade two is also good too uh great okay so the next time you hear all of our voices combined together on a podcast we'll be talking about blade fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Uh, all right. Well, until then, uh, goodbye, everybody. Adios. Bye.